Hello everyone. Hello. This week we've got a guest. We do have a guest. Um, I feel like I need to start with right. Right. It's, it's a known thing now. Yeah, that it's that's just, how we start. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> that's <laughs> how you is, say yeah. it. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we have a guest this week, which is exciting. Hello. He's waving. I shouldn't wave. Yeah. yeah. No one can see that. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we haven't gone with the whole. I don't know if you know, but last week we tried to film it as well oh, at right. the same time. Mm-hmm. It didn't quite work because yeah. the whole time Technical we were difficulties. Not no, not necessarily. <laughs> we were just staring at ourselves. So <laughs> I don't see you said no, that. We and were, I don't remember then doing we that. Were, I remember doing my hair in the camera because my it hair was more like, like we when we were refer we were referring to yeah. things, we were looking at the camera yeah. as yeah. opposed to like I feel like it's just distracting, yeah. isn't it? Because you like, hit the screen, so you only look at the lens. Yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah. Connection. It was on a phone though, <laughs> oh, so okay. there was. We, we, we turned, turned it around. around. We didn't even we think about that. We could do that next time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last minute guest. Yeah. Tom Surprise SS. Guess. The infamous Tom SS. <laughs> We've been. Hi- it's been. He has been highly requested. Very yeah, exciting. he's actually never listened to any of the podcasts, which I think like I don't. We don't hold that against Q you. Q Boo. Q Boo track. <laughs> Um, well, there's a first time for everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And you, it might actually be better because you're not trying to... Expectations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's it. Cool. Yeah. So Tom is a little bit of a musician. Yeah, yeah, correct. You have... Yeah. So, Music producer. Yeah. <laughs> so your production name, is that what you call it, is Jupiter. Yeah, my alias, I guess, alias. is Jupiter. Yeah. Your persignum. So the, the name... We came up years ago when I was with my friends. But uh, as I got more into making music, I thought it'd be good to pretend I was signed to a label. Mm. So, like, my website is jupiterproductions.co.uk. There's a plug right mm. there. Because I was like, if, <laughs> if, if, uh, if someone came across me, and I'm just Thomas and music. It doesn't look as good as if I have, like, all the social media and all the da-da-da-da-da. So I tried to make it look like I'm... More established yeah. than I am. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's the name. Got to fake it till you make yeah, it. Yeah, right? so true. It's all the illusion, honestly. I'm looking, the more I've learned about the industry, the more I've got to sort of mm. collaborate with people and recording people and stuff, the more I realise everyone's faking yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else yeah. just sees 25,000 followers on Instagram yeah. and this mm-hmm. many views on YouTube and the, it's all illusion, man. It's all an illusion. Because it yeah. is. Like, if you, if you look at like Drake, he'll be wearing rented clothes. You yeah. Know? yeah. If you watch a music video with, I don't know, some 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 big rapper in it. It's probably a rented car. Like it's mm. all to look like yeah. you're. But yeah. see, me personally, you probably go no. I, I I'm there. Like, oh yeah, it sounds all right. It sounds good. <laughs> As if you're like no, this is sick. Yeah. Like you guys yeah. are. You know what I mean? Sell yourself. It's like I, your girlfriend is an actress. Yeah. And yeah. she's she's been in like a few. She's been like she's a been in Black yeah. Mirror. She yeah. was in Black Mirror. Mm. I didn't. She she's she. So the struggling thing with acting is you need speaking parts to get speaking parts, yeah. mm. and so you need experience to get more stuff exactly. so it's a long kind of process but yeah she's, she's done some stuff for Black Mirror season one season two back in the day mm-hmm. uh, Theory of Everything oh. she's in that for a split second right? yeah I remember um, you showed me the clip yeah. it's literally like so there's, there's a scene where he's in a pub or something writing on the back of a, like a napkin yeah. like trying to th- whatever some equation and a barmaid walks by that barmaid was me. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I say, it's all a little bit. And, and she, she's on IMDb and, you know, it's all Whoa, credited. Oh, that's all, so cool. Like I say, you've got to start somewhere. But yeah. that, that's even more intense than music, yeah. man, mm. because you've got to 
sell yourself. You but know? that's yeah. the thing. I feel like you need to con- constantly surround yourself with people. Yeah, if you're yeah. going into the music business or you're going into the like acting, performing arts business, you need to surround yourself with yeah, like my with like-minded people or people that have those connections. If you just sit in Tesco and work in Tesco and everyone yeah. around you is loving Tesco, you'll just start to love Tesco. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you surround yourself with what you're passionate about, you, yeah. you will only improve. In that. Yeah. You hope, right? You think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on a previous podcast with Liam, um, he mentioned Tom SS. I feel like I can't say your name without saying Yeah, I am Tom SS. You are, you're just Tom SS. There's so many Toms, I just, uh, Tom SS. Yeah. Um, And he was using, he was saying that you, he was basically praising you, saying you're a beautiful human. Yeah. And that you, which you are. And he was I think Liam's a beautiful human as well, there you go. Oh. Grumpy. I human. keep yeah. But well, deep down, he's getting lovely, better. Soft yeah. So that's um. He sees Liam yeah. the way we yeah. see Liam. Someone said something to him the, to Liam the other day, and he replied really positively. Yeah. And that person was, was really shocked. <laughs> and I was like, no, this is Liam. This like, is Liam. He is that. He was oh, I won't go into it, but yeah. But any but yeah, he was saying that you used kind of a metaphor, kind of or an analogy about. The rat race and how oh, man, humans. We were talking for a while, yeah. Uh, oh, what was the? What were you saying that? Well, so he's he's moving to London, obviously, and we were talking about how London is like such a what a rat race, right? Mm. That's the phrase, and we were just chatting like, why is it called that? Da, 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 da. We just we ended up talking about all sorts of stuff, but we I said to him that I, it's like conditioning, like Pavlov's like dogs, right? Yeah. So you you give a dog a treat, you ring a bell. You give a dog a treat, you ring a bell, and eventually you ring a bell, and it, it feels like it's had a treat, yeah. or like it expects the treat, and mm-hmm. it's conditioned to like think like that. And if you put a mouse in a maze, eventually it learns the maze, and you put it in a new maze, and it, and you can see it working it out, right? Yeah. So if you scale that up, what if people are just mini giant mouses, mouses and yeah. giant mazes, and our maze is a bit more elaborate. You know, it's your route to work, and yeah who you meet in your day-to-day life but if you if you cancel everything out what if we're just overgrown mice yeah. running are, in overgrown we? mazes we really are older people have this kind of expectation of i'm old mm. i've lived for this long experience right? yeah, yeah but i've been in the rat race for so long mm. that i don't have to move out I'm your way mm. yeah, yeah i shouldn't yeah. have to move out your way i'm old yeah. and i get like i went to the cinema the other night and we were trying to walk out and there was a big crowd of people trying to get past yeah. all these old people and they were kind of just tottering along and it's like, okay, fair enough, you've probably got achy bones, you're old, right. you've lived a long time, but also still be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Like I know that when I'm, because I'm aware now of my surrounding, I'd like to think that when I'm 10 times my age, well, not 10 times, oh God, imagine if I live <laughs> 10 times my age, like three times my age, I will... Still be more aware yeah. of my surroundings as opposed to be like actually just, no like I deserve to not have to move out of the way yeah I'm but like, I feel like I might actually be like that because I feel like I might just not give a shit like, yeah I guess so no no but like so my, one of my biggest pet peeves is walking and someone in front of me is walking slower yeah. and you can't get past them and, but That's then, like, oh but my it's God. fine if you can get past them but then you try to move one way and then they take up that space mm-hmm. and it's like Spatial awareness. Mm. But the thing is, it's more... So, so back to the the, the rat analogy. (laughs) But like like you say, everyone's got expectations. And and you kind of go, oh, I'll move out of the way and I'll look after this. And I'm going to make sure of that. And I'm going to be polite, da-da-da-da-da. But they're all the rules of society. Yeah, Yeah, like who makes those rules? Yeah, like if you draw yourself out of that, you go, hold on, like I'm just a person and you're all people. And why are we behaving this way? Just because 
You know what I mean? It's just, it's just funny. How many things are subconscious? Mm-hmm. You don't even realise you're behaving. Yeah. Well, it's like when you say, you know, like how a, it's like a known thing for like British people to always say sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. or to always queue for things. Like it's one of those mm. things, like even though something's happened or that's not even your fault, you'll start off by going, oh, like so, yeah. you'll apologise. I'll and it's bump like, into someone. Yeah. No, they'll bump into me and yeah. I'll yeah. say yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Like those things are like just subconscious yeah. things. Conditioned. Yeah. And you got... clear, you're not sorry. No. It's just like, well, I kind of am initially and then yeah. I'm like, actually, no, I'm no. not. It was your yeah. fault. Yeah. And I got to a point where I'd go into like supermarkets or I'd go into shops and I'd be like, this is mental. Yeah. I'd be like, this isn't real. Yeah. You're serving you're serving me and you're like putting on this act where you're like, um, do you need a bag? Like like well, you I, do, I think I like, said this to you the day, like, who is Tom? I don't get too deep yeah, ten minutes oh in. My no, God. But Tom talking to Ellie Tom is SS. different. Thomas S talking to Ellie is different to Thomas S talking to a stranger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thomas S talking to his mum will be yeah, different to you. Yeah. Thomas S by himself will have different thoughts compared yeah. to if he's in a, So who is Tom? Like because everyone is just seeing that reflection of themselves. Yeah. Like we oh live through each other's like insecurities, yeah. man. Because I'm oh thinking, if I say something, will they think this? So I'm gonna say that. And yeah. everyone everyone's just preempting each other. Like no one actually just says what they want yeah. to say or at least there's not so many, many places where you can say that and like mis- misinterpretations mm. as well like especially through online and stuff like yeah, that yeah. so many people get offended so many people get misinterpreted so many things like that because they are obviously thinking in a way where like you say like they're reflecting mm. their own kind of thoughts or they, whatever they, they say, I'll and put that's this out how... like this and what are they yeah. going to say back it's and like that's not how it was their reflection on your perception. Yeah. Like, since like the age of 20, I've not been able to stop thinking about mm-hmm. perception mm. as like just a thing. Like it blows but my you'll mind. Ki- you'll kill yourself doing that. Yeah, I know. You have to I know. Get out of, because you can't, like I say, I'm, I find myself physically behaving different in different situations, mm-hmm. but then that's life. But then I kind of feel like, I don't know, I don't want to do that. I want yeah. to be genuine. Yeah. But then what but is it's genuine? Hard to you be are genuine. Ge- you are like, you're probably one of, and I know what you mean. Mm. But you are one of the most genuine people that I've ever... Like, Sick. that I know, really anyway. Nice like, you are a genuine person. <laughs> and I feel like you know... You just know, don't you? When yeah. you meet those people, you know their, how they think. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't. And I yeah, think, yeah. generally, with people that are just, just genuine from the get-go are the kind of people that struggle to get along with people that aren't mm. so genuine. I know. I just like, don't have time for them. Yeah. yeah. It's all like, I have time for them, but I'm like, I just can't, I genuinely can't speak to you, you because I feel your falseness. Yeah. And that makes me feel weird. So you're putting, you're putting 40% of your effort in because you know it's only going to get 40% yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, Whereas, that's so true. Because, because you're both talking through the film of, I'm at work and I'm doing my yeah. job, or mm. I'm at the shops and I'm talking to a cashier, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're expecting a customer. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you might, if you spoke to them in the pub, they might be your yeah. soulmate, yeah. who knows? Yeah. But because you're wrapped up in the rules of the world, mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah. way too deep. Not at all. It's weird though because I remember as like I don't know why I used to do this, but as a child, I used to have such bad anxiety about like I used to go to sleep and I must have been like ten years old or something like that, and I used to go to sleep and couldn't sleep because I'd just be like, "Who am I?" Like I just kept asking this question over and over again to myself: "Who am I? Like how did I get here? Why am I here? What is my purpose? Mm. How do I live? Do you know what? Like weird shit like that." As a child, I should not be thinking that. You, kind it's of not stuff. that you shouldn't. It's just that you're obviously mentally a lot more kind of yeah, yeah, 
evolve. You're like, growing you just, up quicker than your yeah. brain realised, right? I There's so much to think about, though. Like, our brains are incredible yeah. things. It's but crazy. then also, we've, I think we've spoken about this before, maybe, maybe on the podcast, maybe not, but there's the kind of people that live their life not thinking mm. not yeah, thinking yeah. they're thinking about their their routines they're thinking about the yeah. i have daily... friends who are content they're yeah. totally happy with where they are what they're doing their their social groups and and and, they're and they don't question it and they're not going yeah. oh could i do this like what if i was really into windsurfing i had yeah. no idea or maybe i should move to indonesia like there's no tick in their brain going what's more than this yeah. because they're totally happy and i'm i'm jealous of that Yes. But I'm also not jealous of her. It's a really yeah. hard balance. My sister is, she doesn't think how I do. Like, I think so much into everything. Yeah. And I've, but I, one, so for example, me, her and our friend Emma, we were up until like three in the morning just talking. My sister was just sat there listening, observing. And me and Emma were going on to, I got to a point where I was like, I find it weird to see people walk dogs. I won't get into it. <laughs> and, and then afterwards, my sister was literally just like, you two think too much. Mm. She was like, you think too much. Yeah, she was like, I've never thought any it's of this. Yeah, it is. But, but saying that is easy. Yeah. It's hard to not. Like, yeah, but the outcomes of that, that are different as well. Like, that's why the world is so diverse. That's mm. why there are so many different mm. kinds of people because of the outcomes of these kind of things. Yeah. Like, obviously, she's the kind of person she is because of that, because of how she is in her head and yeah. stuff like that. But More. that, but also, it goes with we were both brought up in the same way. We both have Dude, the same nature, parents. Nature, nature, nature. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She, but again, <laughs> our parents. I think we were brought up differently a little bit because mm-hmm. I was the youngest. Yeah. She was the kind of the middle child. Like, yeah. there's so many aspects to do with kind of nurture, but also, and environmentally, like we we were we were best friends growing up as well. So I don't know. It's just weird. Well, do you hear? Do you want to hear something weird and kind of tangent? But I I saw a there was like a TED talk or some sort of talk online, and he was saying that the human brain has obviously developed over thousands of years, right? Probably millions of years. Um, from like Neanderthal to human. And if you were to go back to like medieval times and pluck a baby out of some medieval village, right? And bring it to 2018 and, and they go through our schooling system and they give us, the, given the same diet as us and all the society we've built up, that same brain from the 1300s would be just as smart as anyone today and could talk and think as much as we do. Mm. So that's, that's like it's I say, mental, nature yeah. nurture, right? Yeah. Like you, you, the environment you're in totally shapes everything about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there's also your genes, like, you know, mm-hmm. things out of your control, right? Yeah. But I just thought it was amazing. Like that's you think mental. people like, oh, you know, a caveman is some Neanderthal kind mm-hmm. of, you know, idiot. But what if, if you gave a caveman the right school, I guess that's, well, there's a film like that in there, I don't know. But uh, I just thought it was interesting. We, yeah. we think we're so clever. But we're, we're just humans, we're just, right? We're yeah. just the, the kind of outcome of what we've been yeah. taught. Yeah, product of your environment. Yeah. You would really like um, a documentary that I watched the other day um, called The Third Industrial Revolution. Oh, yeah. It's on Vice. Um, and it's it's so good. It's basically talking about... Have we already mentioned this in another podcast? Um, anyway, it's about how we're currently going through the third industrial revolution and basically how like the first industrial revolution was like they came up with like um steam engines and all of that kind of stuff and then the second industrial revolution was like um electricity and all of that kind Mm. of stuff and now we're in the third stage where it's like 
obviously all about the internet and yeah. stuff like that. Information age. Yeah, that's what it is. And like the millennials yeah. are like part of the third industrial revolution and how now we're like we need to change our infrastructure of society and stuff like yeah, our education yeah. system our like because we're built oil and everything like stuff that from 200 years ago that's it like it's all kind of we're all like our education system was built and um designed a long time ago but whereas things have now changed so much more mm. and like obviously there's everything online now and and well, i saw some stuff about how schools were laid out with desks in rows to sort of subconsciously get people into the mindset of fa- factory lines and, yeah. and work. Wow. And so schools have tests and yeah. times and alarms and clocks and yeah. because it gears up kids for working life. And that's Whereas like now, it was obviously a long time yeah, ago that that was... Schools aren't all in desks. It's, you sit in circles mm-hmm. and you have an iPad and you, yeah. and you, know, you, you learn in totally different ways. Yeah. And I don't know. If you, I think uh, I might be wrong on this, but someone could correct me. But like in in like Sweden, they don't have homework. Yeah, yeah. Kids when they go home are encouraged to be kids yeah. and run around and climb trees and discover things and hurt themselves and learn, yeah. rather than just bombard them with more tests. But at the same time, I think that can also be detrimental to your kind of outcome because, like, I used to work with a guy who owned loads of play-based nurseries. Right. And I visited a lot of them and mostly the people that worked there were like well trained in terms of they knew how to kind of approach that and give that type of learning. But I know my friend Nick, his mum, who's a teacher that works in like a government school, I don't know if that's the term, but um, and they've they've just started introducing play based learning and she was like, it's awful. She was like, we've not been trained we don't know what that's we're doing. It, yeah. And that's the, like, it, there's that kind of, it is an amazing kind of, like, Concept. in theory, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. But in reality, you need the kind, the right frame of mind to be giving that kind yeah. of learning. Because otherwise, it, you're just going to end up yeah. with loads like of kids running around. influencing yeah. young, and you're, yeah, you're teaching and you're influencing and um, being such an impact on young, moulded, yeah. like, you're moulding the minds of children. Like, they're obviously going to grow up to be adults one mm-hmm. day and what you're doing is going to affect them and maybe change them in some way but like but if you've got that thing in your mind where you're like this isn't the best way of teaching you're not going to teach you're... it the right yeah. way and... it's like if i'm trying to sell something if i don't believe in what yeah. i'm selling yeah. i'm not going to sell it because yeah. it's just like well so i don't get a, it a friend of mine from uni is now a music teacher down in london uh, like at a secondary school and he says i'm not just a music teacher i'm i'm a form tutor so i've got mm-hmm. a little group of, of kids who are my like responsibility yeah. as well as my classes uh, I'm their therapist. Mm-hmm. I'm their guidance counselor. I'm, I've got to like spot uh, any signs of like extremist behaviour. The government are like Whoa. telling. There's a whole. You're not just like this is maths. Yeah. This is music. This is. It. You're so much more than that because, like yeah. you say, you're growing a little person. Yeah. And that person's outlook on everything is massively affected yeah, by absolutely. you. But he's like my age. You have to be completely you, invested that, in that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're we're adults. Mm-hmm. And I'm like wow, like really? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Thought it'd be further. Yeah. Um, well, I always think that, but then I'm just I don't know. I know what you mean. Mm. How How old are you? I'm um, 25 in August, so yeah, yeah. almost there. Because I always like to speak to people that are a little bit older than I am and say to them, "Are you? Do you feel? Yeah, what's the plan? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. are you there? Give me your secrets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. every single person that I've ever asked that has been like. I'm literally the same as you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Even, like... I don't think I've met, ever met... Even people that do have, like, 
secure jobs or careers or whatever it may be. I don't feel like I've ever met anyone that's like, yep, yep, sorted. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know anyone like that. And yeah. I don't think I'll ever feel like that, even if I do have... Mm. I just, I don't, f- and I think that's partly because I'll never feel satisfied. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, you always want to strive for, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. You want to thrive and but, grow. And But in this, I don't think in this society, it's, it, you, I don't think you physically can feel satisfied. No. Because it's, it's not in, yeah. You're materialistic. Exactly. Then. There's always yeah. another phone to buy, another car yeah. to buy. Yeah. It's, a, together, it's a system built on the fact that you cannot ever be satisfied yeah. by what we're selling to but you. I tell you what, if, if I could drop everything and live on a beach in Hawaii with mm. a little shack and just mm. play guitar and like look at the ocean and yeah. like, I'd be content as can be, man. Mm. But then there's that little part of me like, what's on YouTube? What's, yeah. you know, what's exactly. on YouTube? Because yeah. ah, 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 you're said, in that loop. Yeah, I said to someone, I think it was yesterday, I was saying, I would, two extremes, I'd rather be either completely like drowning in money to the point where I can literally do anything I want to do yeah. or be completely off the grid and not involved in anything yeah. at all. I don't want to be in between. I want to be one of the two. Yeah. Me and my brother are a bit like that. Mm. My, so I, I did music at uni and I've been working on bits and bobs and I'm trying to do what I love and earn money from what I love rather than just working a job. And it's that balancing act because yeah. obviously you need money for, for life and for bills and whatnot. But my brother is the opposite and he's like, he's, he's really good at maths, smashed all of his... Uh, He's in his third year of uni now doing maths at Leicester. Absolutely smashing it, getting first. And he's like, I'm going to get this job, I'm going to earn this much, I'm going to retire at this age, I'm going to have this much money, I'm going to have a flat and a dog. And he's like, he will feel happy when he's earned that much and can then relax. And I'm like, yeah, but money doesn't buy you happiness. But he's like, money makes happiness a lot easier. Mm. You know, if, if you don't have money... And you're starving, yeah. you're not as happy as me with loads of money. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, that's true. That's but true. then but then the kind of question is, are you if you're in a job that you hate but you're earning so much yeah. money, you're not gonna be happy because most of your time is spent in that job. So Yeah, yeah but he's doing maths because he's good at it and I'm guessing he enjoys it. Yeah, yeah. So but he's gonna be there getting is a, job a good twenty five percent of that that's thinking, I'm gonna get a good yeah. wage out of this. Yeah. Because yeah. he he he's like when I'm when I'm thirty five and I've got loads in the bank from this hypothetical job he's done mm. really well at, he could buy a studio and he yeah. could start recording then and he could fund his own music career yeah. that I've been struggling through. Yeah. He can cut straight to it because financially he could. Yeah so. but yeah. then he can fund you. Yeah, fund me, like <laughs> exactly. You're like go on. That's it. I'm like, yeah you do you Jack. Thinking like <laughs> he'll, he'll invest in me eventually, right? What's really cool about the um the documentary that I is that it talks about how there's like a new way of making money and a lot of it is like online based like making music Mm. making podcasts making reviews like all of that kind of stuff like an online internet of things as they call it where (laughs) you can like just make money from nothing you can make money from from nothing but also be putting out knowledge and and like it's like i wouldn't have seen this documentary if i hadn't been on or like it's through youtube whatever like it's things like that the internet of things is so huge that and so much can come from it that people can just make a life out of it do you know what i mean and that's how it's going to be like the the third industrial revolution like that's what it talks about But you should. You would really like it. You would like, like it, it too. It's really good. Mm. I'll link you up after. Thanks to Ashley for that. He <laughs> gave me the. Dude, I I I feel confident in in the humans, man. Like launching Teslas into space mm-hmm. and like you know we're we're having solar powered roads coming That's along. That's what I mean. Mad technologies around the corner. Drake's corner. just gone vegan. Zac Efron's <laughs> just gone yeah, vegan. Yeah, that. That's what. But watching that, Tom really... S is going vegan. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm vegetarian, man. I'm vegetarian for like. 
got to be like 19 years or something. Whoa! Wow. I, I think I must have been about five. Because we used to always go for Sunday dinner at my grandparents. Yeah. And they had like a little allotment where they grew like potatoes and onions. Classic grandparents. Yeah. Thing. yeah. <laughs> they only live like two doors down from where I grew up, which is really nice. So I'd always pop around there and see them. And I'd feed the chickens. Oh, they had cockles at the back. I'd feed the chickens. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, and then, yeah, Sunday dinner, we'd have like Sunday roast and I'd have chicken and gravy and everything. And I swear, because I, like, I'd walk, I walked in once and my grandma had the cockle on the kitchen table just plucking it and like you know taking the feet off and like preparing it yeah that's what as she is. knew what yeah, yeah was they, right they, they grew yeah. the chickens and my granddad always say the loudest cockerel the one that crowed the loudest in the morning that's the one they ate first because mm. it would wake them up in the morning but uh, yeah so i literally i finally put two and two together that the thing i was feeding and petting and growing was the thing i was eating yeah and like my little brain didn't understand that like i say and I just went, I can't, I can't do it. And I, I just, habit since then, just not been so unique. So, out of your family, are you the only person that kind of made my, that my decision? My mum's vegetarian. Yeah. But again, as a kid, she didn't make me vegetarian. No. She, she cooked me meat and I ate food and I ate what I wanted to eat. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 once I realised, wait, meat is a thing that was alive and had a brain yeah. and like walked about and like ate stuff and... I don't know, it weirded me out. So do you think that if you ever hypothetically were to have a child, would you raise them yeah, as vegetarian? Or well, so you think so my girlfriend eats meat. Mm. Um, not all the time. And she'll never, she doesn't eat, eat meat uh, unless she cooks it herself because yeah. she's worried about food poisoning and stuff. But um, I think I probably would. I don't know. It's a really good question. Mm. I think I'm a big hypocrite because meat eaters are like, oh, but meat's delicious. Like, I don't really care. Some, some people, I don't really care where it comes from. It's delicious. It's tasty. Mm. I like yeah. it. And I go, oh, that's bad. Like, you should really appreciate where it comes from. Like, animals have suffered and whatever. Or at it, least be aware yeah, of where right? it comes like, from. Yeah, right? Like, buy organic produce. Don't muck about. Don't, don't you know, invest in dodgy things. But then I'm such a hypocrite because someone says cheese. I'm like, oh, I like cheese. Tasty. Yeah. I love yeah, cheese. Yeah, And then I go, wait, hold on. Like, that's exactly the same argument as why you want a beef burger. Because yeah. in, like, it, the dairy industry has been known to be much more detrimental to the planet yeah. than, like, the meat and, mm. like, the meat industry. So... But again, I think it's one of those things, like, for me as a vegan, I still do stuff that's bad for the planet. Mm. It's like, it's just an endless trail mm. of things. It's just your personal preference. Yeah. It's what you deem as accept- acceptable to you. People that meet, eat meat, you can do that. Yeah. I, I used to Each be the opposite. Yeah, I used to yeah. be like, no, you can't do that. Like, mm. you're, you're hurting me by doing that because it makes me so sad. Yeah. But now it's kind of like, well... You maybe don't understand, or you understand, but you just don't care. Yeah, so you yeah. do that. Yeah. It's your choice. So, so a, a, a good outlook on it. There's a there's a friend of mine who I think she went vegan like a year, two years ago. Um, she ate meat her whole life. Renowned for going Greg's and getting a steak bake. Mm-hmm. Renowned for it. Um, and she. I feel like I know her. <laughs> she, the steak um... bake girl. <laughs> she 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 watched a documentary or something, and something clicked in the head, and she mm. went, "I know that my." difference is a drop in the ocean yeah. but i want to know that my drop is yeah. making a difference even yeah. if it's just for me she's like as long as i know i'm not part of the problem yeah. quote then i'll feel good yeah, yeah. and that's that's really nice like if you know i'm putting what i want into my body and i'm not hurting things wicked do what you want to yeah, do that's you're it. not hurting anyone so feel good so you can kind of loosely relate that sexism or racism as in i'm not going to be a part of that mm. because i know it's within me i know that's mm. wrong yeah i know people listening to this might be like you can't compare the two but i personally can yeah so i i wouldn't 
be sexist. I wouldn't be, well, not knowingly or be racist. So therefore, within myself, I wouldn't you know, want to kill another yeah, being yeah. just to eat, like, just for my own satisfaction. Like, it's, but then it is just your personal choice mm. and what you deem to be right or wrong. I think that's what's really kind of good about, again, I know I'll mention it again, but going from that documentary, like, it really made me yeah. feel good because, like, the millennial... The millennials are so much more like turned on to all of these different things yeah. like it, all of like be it like your diet and all of that kind of stuff people are thinking more about it questioning more about yeah, it yeah. like like everything that we do now like that's what's really exciting being part of this generation is that we're ed- we want to educate ourselves in these kind of things and we want to it's all the internet man yeah. That's what I mean. It's 50 so... years ago, what, you went to a library, you got yeah. some books, yeah. you read what you was in your area. You only knew what was... You were in was... your bubble. Yeah. yeah. But now, I can see that this person in Chile is doing this. And that's this it, is it's crazy. Like, it's a sharing of ideas, man. Yeah. And I... that's it, with knowledge comes power. And I know yeah. that's really cliche to say, but it, it's, it's so true. true. Yeah. yeah. I, when I was at uni, I wrote a, an essay on apathetic ide- idealism. Good which word. Which basically means... As millennials, we are generally, as a generalisation, we are apathetic towards things. So we're kind of like, I can't really be bothered to do anything about that. But we're idealistic mm. within that. We're like, well, I should be vegan or vegetarian or yeah. whatever. That's just the example. But I'm kind of apathetic. I'm not really going to go out of my way to do anything about it. Yeah. So my argument within it was comparing scenarios. And there was it was outstanding. Mm. The amount of millennials that actually are doing so much yeah. like the because obviously a lot of millennials are like they're aware of it because of things like the internet they're more exposed mm-hmm. to the to a lot of world things but it's kind of like well i'm detached from that so I'm, i can't really do anything about it mm-hmm. but i think within like the Education, last two years though. i think there's been a shift it's yeah. weird there's it's been a really shift crazy people are actually doing stuff i watched like i listened to that um the guilty feminist podcast and there was an episode where there was um they were talking about sort of period poverty and how like girls in school and stuff like that they don't there's so many girls across the country even in the uk that can't afford their own um like sanitary Sorry, items so that they just go without and they have to like do without yeah so like this girl who's in school she started uh, like a movement and a petition that's got really big to provide those things and to get people talking about it it's a whole expense for women and like that's what i mean i don't even think i don't take that into consideration yeah yeah like there's an expectation that girls wear makeup right Mm -hmm. yeah so that's a whole like another level that boys don't even have to deal with yeah then i guess you can flip that that there are expectations on boys all the way around but I don't know, like, International Women's Day was not long ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Like last month. Yeah, we spoke about and that. And I, I saw on Twitter all these people, like, I hope they make a big deal about International Men's Day. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I guess, you know, feminism's about equality at the end of it. But then... Yeah. Also, like, women have been on the bad side of things for a while. Man. Like, I, I watched Black Panther. Excellent film, by the way. Um, and, and I left the film, like, man, like, Africa's been... So, so there's a scene where he is in the museum, the National British Museum, and he sees some tribal mask in, on display, and he goes to the tour guide, oh, what's this? And she goes, oh, it's from the blah, blah, blah tribe from the 1300s. What about this? Oh, it's from the blah, blah, blah West African tribe from the, uh, the year 1010 or whatever. And I'm like, man, for hundreds of years, we've been fucking yeah. up. I don't know if I can swear on this, but like, yeah. we've been going in, like stealing this and that and this, and I don't know, just... It's just funny when you zoom Crazy, out for a second. Like, the world's now at the point where if you want to make a difference, you do it. Yeah, yeah. that's Rather it. Rather than we're just in this routine of 
But that's what it, history history generally repeats itself. Yeah. So yeah. whether it be slight, it's slightly different scenario, it does. It repeats itself with every everything is repeated mm-hmm. continuously. It's mm. all a circle. But with opportunities like the internet, mm-hmm. our circles became yeah, yeah, it's growing, it. and we're kind of kind of slightly breaking that. Yeah, and I like when I speak to my parents or the older generation, they're always like, well. You come out of uni, like you don't. Not, not that my parents say this, but just as a generalization, yeah. like you come out of uni, you don't really do anything, you don't really give anything to society. Well, it's like, well, I am in a different way. Yeah. Like yeah. you had the opportunity because they're to, part of their bubble now. Yeah, you and they're you, not. You contributed through work. You, yeah, you worked. You did labor work or you did whatever. We're contributing with like our mental mm. kind of capacity of being able to sharing ideas to sharing ideas or yeah. being open to the opportunities whereas you're probably less likely to see that opportunity i totally think the third industrial revolution is the one man it's honestly so cool it was talking one part of it was talking about like countries like um africa and india they haven't still they still haven't gone through the second um industrial revolution and that right. basically they should just skip that because and learn from building well not even just that but building new infrastructure is so much easier than regenerating yeah. old infrastructure so like like energy like providing energy and stuff is all going to come from natural resources like solar wind power all of that kind of stuff and that basically they should just implement that now yeah. rather than going through all like making oil or whatever how yeah. they do it now instead of doing that they should just go straight to that because that's what how it's going to be mm-hmm. it, my, my, like sooner than we think really totally my, my friend's polish and he uh is in krakow back and forth krakow don't you pronounce it but um he was saying that like internet speeds in poland are like five times faster than here mm-hmm. because they hadn't had internet or at least it wasn't as sort of not every home did and in the last 10 years they've gone all right we just need to invest in that and they've jumped straight to like gigabit kind of fiber speed they've skipped all the dial-up and all the mucking around then they've got the best internet they can get you know and we're now left in the dust because they've learned Mm -hmm. from the world man and what's scary is that i I feel like and this is just personally but with us like because there's so many places in europe that are like really going for kind of like trying to implement like all of this kind of natural energy um and that with us leaving like brexit and stuff we Mm. might get slightly left behind in terms i don't i mean that's just personally how i don't know how it will be but it's kind of like i feel like everyone's a bit in the dark and in a bit of a gray area where we don't know we're still building nuclear power stations in england yeah I, i don't know i don't know but then, I, like, driving... I drove, right, like, through the country yesterday and I was actually quite... Not shocked, but, like, surprised by all of the kind of solar panel... Like, so like wind, solar yeah. farms and wind farms, like, some small ones yeah. that I saw. And that was just, like, an hour drive through the country. So it is... But, like, then... I think it was Jack said something about, like... You know how, like, older people say, oh, it's such an eyesore seat. Like, we don't yeah. want wind farms and all this not shit. Not in my it's village. Like, yeah. It makes me it. so mad. Yeah. I'm like, you're not going to be around for when everything's going to shit for yeah. us. So who cares about your fucking eyesore? <laughs> I don't give a shit. We need our energy for our future generations. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, Invest. It yeah. makes me so mad, but yeah. But also, from their perspective, growing up in their, mm-hmm. the way they grew yeah, up, I get you, can, it. you can appreciate why they don't like change. Yeah. Because mm. they're like, no, we mm-hmm. did this growing up. We did a blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. I don't want to see that. It's what you're used to, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they need to go. Dude, so, so. <laughs> Like, they do. They need to go, and then we need to carry on. I heard <laughs> that if you put a goldfish in a goldfish bowl, 
it will grow to the size of the bowl it's in. Mm -hmm. So if you have a little dinky bowl, the goldfish will grow so big. If you have a big tank, the goldfish will grow bigger. Mm -hmm. And so if you if, if you think about the world, yeah. the bigger and more open our world is getting, the bigger we can get as yeah. goldfish, man. Yeah. I want to be a massive goldfish. You know? The world is excellent. Not just like, I'm a little goldfish sat in my little bubble. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to be a shark. Take but, on... then, but then the sad thing about that is that as much as we are more kind of we have more opportunities and whatnot, we are still controlled. Mm. We're still controlled. Yeah. We still have our constraints. And yeah. like I watched the Edward Snowden film. Oh yeah. It was yeah. obviously a little bit dramatized, but and it kind of opened my eye. Like I already knew about Edward Snowden, but yeah. it kind of opened my eyes to it even Duh. more. WikiLeaks, man. And I There's was just like, even though we think we're free, and we're more free than we ever have been. Mm we're still so controlled in every aspect and yeah. we don't even know. Like, totally. it's absolutely mental. Like, there's counter-arguments to everything mm -hmm. we've just said. Yeah. And my oh, perspective's yeah, completely just yeah, shit. Yeah. Now I'm like, fuck, we're all fucked. No, <laughs> dude. So, again, statistically, right now, I don't know the exact numbers, but right now, it's the lowest uh, GDP in the whole world. For what does that mean? So, like, the, the amount of money per person on mm. the world is the best it's been ever. Mm -hmm. If you go back entire human history like more people have clean water yeah on average than any time in history mm. there's less war going on than any time in history medicine is the best it's been ever like we are riding the wave of like 300 400 500 years yeah. of development and mm. we're right at this peak going fuck we're really close to something yeah. good so how but do we continue exactly that? the more you know the more you realize there is to fix yeah. yeah and so we're going oh my god syria is awful and oh my god this is bad and oh my god Russia's involved with it and there's a mess and we're seeing all these messes from small scale to big scale mm -hmm. but if you were born during the first world war you you're on rations yeah. and like you just you, you your son could be sent away to be killed yeah and like that's obviously still going on and it feels like it's worse than it's ever been but but that's because again not. of communications and stuff we're more aware of what's going yeah, on around man. the country but, like, but also it's controlled our media's so controlled we're told to the we're yeah told. we're that's told true. about terrorism because it's distracting us yeah. from actually yeah. being like wow we could do this yeah because it's this kind of the, you need to the have power. fear yeah like they have to create like propaganda like yeah. it's just but then there's a point i don't care about anything and then i've been at the point where i've been like we are being controlled <laughs> yeah. we are being controlled <laughs> every... yeah like <laughs> i got to the point where i was like i'm not going to use light bulbs because dude well so you sound like a conspiracy nut but facebook's in the news right now yeah i saw 50 that 50 million 500 million I so what's going that. on i've seen it pop up on my phone but i've just not well not... so facebook's all always made money from your data yeah it's like, it's like google it's what big it's like when do. you look on a website and then yeah, oh yeah. what there's an ad on facebook exactly about the same thing. That. yeah it, so so when in the terms and conditions you make a facebook account they have access to like your age your gender your job information and, and, and based on your demographic they'll send you adverts so they're yeah. not gonna send you adverts for dentures no because if you your account said 90 years old they would send you adverts for old people things yeah. right by comparison <laughs> old people um, things like nappies yeah maybe right? <laughs> um, but the scandal is that 50 I think it was 50 million yeah that rings about that 50 number 50 million accounts had private information gathered up it's called big data mm. like where you just massive spreadsheets of all sorts of stuff that computers can whiz through and sort of target sales and advertisements and stuff from but yeah 50 million people without their consent had their data kind of harvested i think is the phrase and sold and it's like man like mm -hmm. we always knew facebook spied on you but now it's like okay it's yeah. actually in the news they definitely yeah. were yeah. and i think some president of a country somewhere said everyone delete your facebook account really and yeah 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 because like i've literally never, used, never used facebook 
I use it, I for, for, I use it for messenger events. I use it for events. The problem to with Facebook is the people that do use it push their agendas. Like mm-hmm. not 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 the average Joe, but like mm. we're in this age of post truth. Like it yeah. doesn't it doesn't matter if your thing is a fact or not. Yeah. My opinion is worth more because it's my opinion and don't touch yeah. my opinion. Did you watch the Ricky Gervais? Oh yeah. Man. He puts it so perfectly. Yeah, yeah. He was basically saying that he he just puts facts up on his Twitter. And then he gets people replying with, you can't say that, that's offensive to people with peanut allergies yeah. or whatever. And it's like, well, no, it's not. I'm saying factual things and Offense you're just... in the eye of the yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just, it's insane. But, but that's the whole problem. You, you, don't, you don't go, what's in the news? I'll look at the Daily Telegraph. You know, they're more reputable than the Sun. Mm. Oh, they're saying this. I can trust that. Mm. Because there's agendas everywhere. Yeah. And, 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 and nowadays, if... Joe Bloggs puts on his alt-right Facebook page, this happened and here's the article. All you see is a thumbnail and a, and a, and a, and a picture and a, and a, what do you call it, like a tagline. And you mm. go, oh, this awful thing happened. Yeah. No one reads articles anymore. No. You see who said it it's and what's the thumbnail. It's not representative of anything yeah, other than... It's all taken all, out of or, context. Or you get some you know, proper far left guy, the other side, going, oh, this happened and it's all their fault and blah, 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 blah. But it's, you're just seeing it from their perspective. Like, yeah. No one actually cares what the truth is. It's just more who's arguing about yeah. what. Mm, so That's true. a pretty dangerous world to live in, man. Yeah. Yeah. When you can't even trust the news. That's it. Know, but then when could you trust the news? Yeah, yeah. Like, we, we always thought we could, but yeah. the BBC does what they, you know, yeah. for a long time they say But then again, going back to the our generation thing, is I think it's the good thing is that most people of our generation don't. Mm. And they know that Yeah, because we've Facebook never really isn't... grown up with like, oh, let's buy the paper. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is the yeah. thing to trust because it's never how we've been. But with the old like generation before us, that's how they grew up. That's what they got their information yeah. from. And yeah. that's just how it was. I'm a little worried about that, though. I read this thing on Reddit. It went viral. And it was about how, like, kids born in, like, the sort of early 90s through the 90s are now kind of in their 20s. And technology kind of grew with us. Or, like, the, it really mm. boomed then. So I remember, like, having cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, listening to, like... Winnie the Pooh storybook on a cassette tape, right? Whereas now, a kid wouldn't do that. A kid would have an iPad with every Winnie the Pooh ever at their fingertips. And so kids are born in this world where Facebook is life. Facebook is normal. Mm -hmm. There was no world before it. You know what I mean? Like, we have a bit of appreciation. Like, if I show you a floppy disk, you go, oh, wow, can how ridiculous. Yeah, because Whereas we knew now, what it was like before all of this. Yeah. So we're appreciative I'll see of kids it. go up to a TV screen and touch the screen expecting yeah. but, it to be touch screen. But at the same time, I get that and I agree, but also, like, my grandparents would look at me and say the same thing. Yeah. yeah it's a generational yeah, that's thing. True. But, There'll but be but something think, in 30 years' time that the generation, uh, yeah, like, the next totally. generation will then loop, think like the same way. Yeah. yeah, it's con- continuous. Yeah, like, like, I think at this point where we are now, we've got such a diverse stretch of people yeah. who have all grown up in completely different times of, like, technology and how things are, that it's, it's never going it, to... I mean, I don't know, but... From my point of view right now, I feel like it's never going to be like this again. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like everything's good. Everything's going good. Yeah. Right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. You can talk about something so positively yeah. and then your perspective can completely change yeah. with a second. Yeah. With one By little thought. Really and then you'll be like, we're doomed. And yeah. then you'll be like, actually, no, we're not. Because... Well... <laughs> talk, about <laughs> 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 talk about hummingbirds. Talk about hummingbirds. See, I don't even know what this is all about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we've had a lot, well, a few people have come, I've had a few people personally that have been like, talk to Thomas about hummingbirds. 
Have you? I heard them talk about something earlier. What is? It's a, it's a running joke, man. I, I I did a quiz ages ago, like a fun quiz to like I don't know, keep everyone at work, like lighthearted. And I think one of my fun facts was like a hummingbird's heart rate beats at like two hundred and fifty BPM. Whoa! Like ridiculous. It's like, it's like a little motor, like, oh my God, like yeah. It's its wings are just as fast. Like the amount of flaps per minute. Yeah. That's not the technical term. Does it ever um, stand still? Does yes. It ever stop? It, a, a hummingbird spends like 90% of its life flying. Whoa. So it never Where does it get down. all the energy? I don't know. And nectar and sugar and things like that. Jeez. But yeah, man. Nature, you know what? Nature's amazing because like, it's not got a, a school. No. Like, a, like I think Ricky Gervais says, There's a giraffe no is like, oh, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Better get rid of that. Pops out. Yeah. Giraffe falls on the floor. Stands up and goes, oh shit, I'm a giraffe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's no, like, t- there's no, like, school to yeah. teach it. Like, a, you know what I mean? Instinct. Yeah. Whereas, like, humans, it's kind of born and you have to look after it for about ten years until it oh, eventually God, grows yeah. its brain mm-hmm. big enough to be a functioning thing. Whereas, like, a gorilla, it, 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 just, it just knows, man. Yeah. It just knows. Well impressed, man. Should we do Love of the Week? Yeah, let's do Love of the Week. What was your Love of the Week? I think... Okay. Go ahead. My Love of the Week was the Snowden film. Yeah. So good. Mm. On Netflix, very good. I've seen documentaries with the real Edward Snowden Mm -hmm. that obviously were amazing, but this film, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays Edward Snowden. Have you seen it? No, no, I know the film. And he is, his voice, like as an actor, let alone like the actual, the story behind it, like he himself is just amazing. Yeah. He's just, he depicts him so well. Um, But then beyond that, like just, Edward Snowden as a human is just incredible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's big like whistleblower, man. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what was your love of the week? Uh, you kind of put me on the spot, but I guess there's a, there's a song I absolutely thought was amazing when I first heard it. Like a week, it came out a week ago, I think. So that okay, de- technically count. Well, so there's this, there's a, a producer I really like called Sam Holen, Han Solo, but swap the. Oh, right. Han Han. Solo. Han Solo. He's called San Holo. San Holo. He's Dutch. His first name's Sander van der something. Oh, right. But, uh, yeah, he did a remix of this uh, singer called Sasha Sloan. And I'd never heard of Sasha Sloan. And, like, since his remix, I've kind of found her too, which is quite nice. But, um, yeah, the song's called Red Yet. San Holo remix by Sasha Sloan. I think Sasha Sloan's some sort of Australian folk singer but she's oh, got nice. she's got a song out as well called normal which is all about you might like it it's all about I, I i go out and drink in bars because i want to fit in i want to feel normal like mm-hmm. i take too much when i shouldn't because i want to fit in and f- like feel quote normal mm-hmm. i don't know Ooh, really good little lyrics yeah. after that I, you know when you hear a song you're like man like this yeah you know, well, a lot of songs are just i'm in love with a girl and i'm having yeah. fun I'm like shut up man like yeah you can really uh, convey more shut up that. man but <laughs> like i say this this song was kind of electro and it, it, i don't know it just had a nice little bit and i was like that's nice man and so I, I tweeted on my uh, music account, like trying to be more socially active, like, oh, just found at Sasha Sloan, in love with this song, thinks really nice. Thanks, San Holo, like a little emoji. Uh, and San Holo liked it. Oh. I was like, whoa. But I, there was no like storm of, you know, like other people. Yeah. There's nothing, yeah. there's not a single comment, just one like from the oh, producer. I was like, that's, that's well nice. nice. Oh. So that's my love of the week. So I was like, you know what? internet man you're saying yeah. anyone can talk to anyone so why not we'll, share yourself? we'll link that song in the description yeah. of this nice so other people can experience it um, I've got two loves of the week again oh, I'm sorry so I know I did this love. last week but one I mean love one... of the week one <laughs> you've love done, of the week you've done I've not a few go on, before go on with your two 
So, I mean, I think one of them is quite obvious, and I think everyone should watch it. It's really, really good. Um, the first one was um, the documentary, so documentary I've been... Oh! Yeah, the documentary I've been talking about. <laughs> I actually thought you were Definitely shocked. Definitely I was that. like, oh! I need to watch um, that myself. Yeah, you need to watch this. You'll really like it. It's, it's um, on Vice, but it's all it's on YouTube as well. Um, it's called The Third Industrial Revolution, A Radical New Sharing Economy. Vice and it's just good really good. Yeah. It's really like, just watch it. Um, my second love of the week is um, a book I bought. Vegan, it's called Vegan Comfort Classics and it's a 101 Recipes by Lauren Toyota mm. who, I don't know, I've just discovered and I really like the book and it's amazing. So yeah. Um, so yeah, we had a question from someone. Um, anonymous. Anonymous. Um, so the question reads, Hey girls, just wanted to let you know I'm loving your podcast and I tune in every week. Anyway, I've recently came out of a long-term relationship and after having more time for myself now, I've noticed my self-confidence isn't what it used to be. So I just wondered if you had any tips, advice for some self-love and living your best life. It's so nice they like reached out to you. Man. Yeah, I know. I think it's interesting because me, me and Zen, you and I, <laughs> have we've both been in long-term relationships yeah. and come out of them. So we both have kind of... We, it was similar kind of similar scenarios mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah we were actually talking about this earlier which yeah. is strange um, but yeah come on so like I think in terms of self confidence if you've spent say for example five years of your life with somebody mm-hmm. you from and I guess I'm guessing they're of a younger age because they've used, used emojis um. <laughs> oh man I love a good emoji dude yeah <laughs> so like I imagine maybe you got with your partner at a young age mm-hmm. that was like a detrimental point in your life where you were learning everything about yourself yeah. like you, you like you were growing up with that person yeah. every experience you experienced mm. with that person so not be with them feels fragmented yeah then. like yeah. you don't know kind of maybe you feel like you don't know who you, you are you without them yeah. or you out of that relationship yeah, because yeah. you've become you yeah. in that I you? know personally I kind of use my ex-boyfriend as like a comfort blanket mm. like he was if I felt any kind of anxiety I could be like Come yeah. Here. yeah like yeah. you we're, we're together in this well, yeah stand on your own yeah. two feet yeah, yeah. so I think it's the best thing like mm-hmm. if you if you've come out of this relationship for a positive reason which yeah. it probably is then because you weren't right together because if you were you'd probably still be together yeah. yeah there's a reason yeah then I think it's amazing I think like obviously acknowledge that you're feeling this way which you have done but also kind of use this because you're never mm-hmm. probably going to feel like this again. You've got this kind of new lease of life in a way. Yeah. Like you can go out, you can not go out in as in like go out on the town, yeah. Yeah. but like you can go, you can do whatever you want. You can move away, you can move to Turkey, you can yeah. and use these experiences and literally do whatever you yeah. want and just be you. Yeah. And, and you might not feel like you know who you are, but nobody does. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I, I totally think you have to have bad... To know I was going to say yeah. that. Yeah, everything is a process, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. You have to go through. And things even if sometimes. you went through a long relationship and you had good times and bad times, and you, and you you end it for for whatever reasons, you've learned something. Mm-hmm. And I totally think that if you could sit in a little magic booth and talk to yourself one year ago, mm-hmm. you'd be so amazed at how different yeah, you just, one year ago is to you now. Yeah. Like even though you think, oh, I've I've always been this way. No, no like life shapes you. Yeah. And, and 
you can't plan that. No. And so, like, my sister had a bit of a, a bad breakup and they're kind of back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, look, you, you're bigger than this and it's tough and it's sad, but you're learning from this. Mm-hmm. Like, move forward. And you can't but, tell but, someone to yeah, move forward. Yeah, you ask that person. They need yeah, to go yeah. through it and they and, need and to. And so in the nicest way, as a brother, I had to kind of step back after, like, the sixth time something happened and say, this is for yeah. you now. Like, yeah. I've given my advice, but I, I know that's not... A, yeah, it's not going to happen. You no. have to digest the hurt and the bad and the shit and, and, and get past it. And now. it will take time. Yeah. It took... But that's what it's about. Yeah. No, no one's life is perfect. You mm-hmm. have to have yeah. bad to realise when you're in the good. Yeah. It might be one day you suddenly a penny drops and you go, oh man. like. But also, yeah. that's with saying that, it's not like happiness is like a solid thing. It's, yeah, a, it's yeah, an emotion. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. sadness is. It's fleeting. So one day you might be like, oh actually, I'm... I'm actually happy today. Yeah. Just feel that. Let that happen. You might yeah, feel sad happen. the next yeah. day, but... Don't, don't, as soon as you get that happy feeling, go, oh God, but I can't feel that because I'm yeah. supposed to be sad. Allow like, it. Allow yeah. it to happen. Yeah. Allow the good, allow the bad, and mm. eventually, yin and yang, then it'll, yeah. it'll work mm-hmm. out. Yeah. I think, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, I've been through breakups and I know how you feel. Like, when you come out of a relationship, you do feel lost and you feel like, oh, who am I? How do mm. I act in this situation? What Do you know what I mean? And that confidence, you do lose it because you kind of... You become something else when you're in a relationship and then you come out of it and it's just you and you need to learn to do loads of different things yeah. on your own without a partner or whoever it may be. You have to learn to how to do life again yeah, yeah. on your own. But as I, hard as it is, there is good things in the... Yeah, you know, absolutely. You, and you I took think something out of it, which that's is That's it. And you, like you said, like you have to go through it and then when you kind of... You're never going to know you're at the other side of it. Yeah. It'll just happen one day. Yeah. And when you least expect it. I yeah, think. that's it. And you'll gain confidence. Like, it won't just happen overnight. It will be something that gradually you'll get back to being you. And you'll kind of but you'll I, learn to love yourself. Like, I think we are living... Like, she talks, like, this person talks about living your best life. Yeah. And I think we really live our best yeah. lives. Like, even, like, And it's stupid things like getting our eyebrows yeah. done or just like yeah. being silly yeah. like just being just, yourself yeah. and not thinking fill your routine with the things you want yeah. to fill it with right? yeah. and not, and not be if someone asks you to do something not being like oh I don't know because I feel a bit anxious yeah. do it just do it because otherwise you're just going to like if you'd have said no tonight for yeah, example yeah. like that would have been cool but at the same time you said yeah, yeah and yeah. we've had a really cool like conversation yeah, that's like, it and also, going back to the question, I think we're kind of, me, me and Zen are quite kind of lucky in the way that with our relationships, when we came out of them, we're generally quite um, confident people anyway. Yeah. So we didn't really have to kind of build our confidence mm-hmm. again because we've always, even if it's been a pretense, yeah. we've always known how to kind of be confident yeah. in social situations. Whereas I know people that have come out of long-term relationships that haven't been like that, have been, been a bit more introverted. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, it probably is a little bit harder yeah. in, in a way because you do need to build up that confidence to be in social situations yeah. again without yeah. that partner there. Because you've kind of relied on that person to back you up mm-hmm. and kind of be your back leg. But you just put yourself out there. Yeah. Even though it's scary, you won't feel that, that kind of like... It's like when you go on a roller coaster, like before you go on that roller coaster, that adrenaline that you feel, nerves, mm. yeah. you won't feel that again. Like when you're older and you're kind of settled and whatever, you won't feel these emotions yeah. again. Allow these yeah, kind of nervous yeah, yeah. feelings. It's all Because it's exciting. Program. That's yeah. what it's for. You learn, yeah. Like to, to ever ask this question, you're not the only person no. who's done this. In fact, you're probably going to do it again at some point yeah. in your life. Yeah, Because you've had this situation now, you'll be able to deal with it maybe better exactly or you'll learn. Exactly that, man. It's just so... Exactly that. 
So if you now meet another guy or another girl, whoever it is, and you hadn't gone through these experiences, mm-hmm. you'd be more naive and you yeah. might end up in a, you might end up in an even worse situation than yeah. you had That's in the first it. place. Because yeah. now that you've lived through this crap and it, it felt like 100% crap, you're trained to mm-hmm. spot those signs. Whereas if you never did it, exactly. you might have fallen into a, a, a domestic, like yeah. horrible relationship. You'd never even, do you know what I mean? Aware so of that, I yeah. totally think everything happens for a reason. It right? does, it does. And it's kind of scary to like admit that, but then it's also, I don't know, it's reassuring oh, to I me. like it's to gonna, know that, gonna, yeah. So keep going. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> before we end it, because we've gone on a bit long, um, a bit long, I've got one thing to add. Um, we had one person on Instagram messages, which was really nice. It was this lady who's followed me on Instagram for a couple of years that we've never really interacted and she said some really, really nice things. So I just want to say hello and thank nice. you. Hello. Hi. Um, yeah we really appreciate it so thank you we really appreciate all of you thank you for listening thank you thank you to tom s thanks for you tom s really really enjoyed it i feel like we've delved into some things i feel like i'm always like i don't really know what we've talked about yeah but i feel good about it yeah i think our train of thought has gone some crazy directions but i've liked it but that's good that's what we always aim this podcast to be so if anybody has anything to add to what we've said or any kind of contrasting opinions or even if you agree with us questions for next week as well we record wednesday nights um so yeah if you have any questions for us next week then please do email us on Big Girls Podcast at gmail.com. Nice. <laughs> Seamless. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Great.